Welcome to the Tim Biscuit Podcast. Before we get started with some, with today's podcast, well, it's sort of tonight, we'll do the sponsors, which is a massive thanks to um, runesilk.com, the repaired care company, and tenga.co.uk. They're a sex toy company. With both these companies, you can get 10% off if you use the code TINBISCUIT at checkout. That's the code TINBISCUIT at checkout, capital T, capital B. And you'll receive 10% off your first orders. I always muck it up. Before I, we start, I did forget to tell you, just hold the microphone like that, because you'd be surprised. I'm in just a bit more down. You'll be surprised how many people can't do it. And I've threatened I'm going to buy lapel mic, so it makes it a lot easier for people, because a lot of people struggle when they do this. Okay, so, so is this about right? Yes. Yeah. So do you want to introduce yourself and just tell us a bit what, because I've been trying to get someone from the group on for a while, well, I say a while, about three weeks. So, uh, Go. Yeah, my name's Sean, and I found Stand in the Park probably three months ago now. Stand in the Park, do you want to explain what that is and what it stands for? Because it's not just a local group, is it? It's like an international... A Stand in the Park is, a, is, a, is an international group, like you said, and it's many thousands of stands now. And a guy from Australia in Brisbane, he decided to make a stand from all the, um, the stuff that's going on. So the stuff you can say it's like COVID, isn't it? Yeah. The COVID so was stuff. it directly made from COVID? Yeah, I think he he, he he wasn't happy with the way that the government was treating people in Australia. He wanted to make a difference. Mm-hmm. He decided what I will do. I will go and stand in a park. I think it was in Melbourne. Um, he stood there on his own for three months, and then suddenly people started to join him, and from there it then came over to the UK got in touch with a friend in the UK, they decided to um, stand in a UK park, and it's a stand for freedom. And it doesn't matter what your thoughts are, where you are, whether you've been um, jabbed, whether you haven't been jabbed, uh, whether you believe in the COVID narrative or not, it's a stand for freedom and against the current government narratives that are going on. Mm-hmm. Um, we believe in the stand about that it's it's too much. There, are, there is a, a tyranny going on. You know, and that removal of our human rights has been awful over the last 18 months. Yeah, that was the chair creak and it wasn't me trumping all right. Yeah, <laughs> right, it creaks. Yeah, so you say people who've been vaccinated, have you yourself been vaccinated? No, I've not been, I've not, I've not been vaccinated. Um, I was talking to a, a gentleman on, on Sunday who came down to the stand in the park. He'd been vaccinated um, and he, he said, I believe that it makes me safer than people who aren't vaccinated. What he didn't like was the the lockdowns and the outcomes from the lockdowns. Hmm. So we, we got into a you know a friendly discussion of our, of our feelings and where we were, um, and there was there's no animosity there. It's about welcoming everybody. People have their own ideas, and at a stand in the park, certainly in the in the one that we meet in in Grisby and Cleethorpes, we want people to have their own ideas and their own choice, and it's about having that choice. Yeah, yeah. It's, and it's very important to have your own choice. And one of the reasons I set up this podcast, I repeat this all the time, one of the reasons I set up this podcast, it's 2018, is for every, like everything, to, it's just like we've entered clown world now. Everyone's getting cancelled, everyone's getting banned, I've been kicked off like YouTube. And I wanted to have a platform where anyone with any thoughts or views can come in 
and they won't be judged for it. So if they're not happy with the trans situation, if they're not happy with, say, the lockdown situation, if they're not happy with this, that or the other, you're welcome to come on. I'm not bothered. My views don't really count because I want them to come on because people need to have their say and people need to hear what people have got to say because the thing with censorship is it's not only censoring or telling you what to say, it's stopping other people from listening what they want to hear. So it's got a knock-on effect. So that's one of the reasons why... I started this podcast and with friendly conversation people can learn both sides can learn and go well now you've put it like that I sort of agree and vice versa one of the one of the the biggest losses we've had over the last even before covid now I, I I've looked at conspiracy theories and various whack out theories from from the 90s um I've I've been to UFO conferences I've been to alternate history conferences and I've always had an inquiry in mind Hmm. And some of it's way out there that I think that's, you know, loopy. You know, but I listen and I learn. But one of the things that happened even before COVID um, is the removal of our free speech. Free speech is so precious. We should be able to say, we should be able to upset somebody. If you say it for, you know, the right reasons um, and... You upset somebody and then you apologise afterwards. You shouldn't be cancelled for something like that. No. You know, there was the, an England cricketer tweeted a couple of bits that were sexist and um, possibly racist when he was in his teens. He then plays for England 10 years later and he's picked up on it and yeah. then suspended for two games. It's. I mean, I've had two trans people on um, like my podcast. One of them, which would probably interest you, was the lottery winner from Hull, Melissa Reid. And she apparently sold her soul to the devil. They did some sort of ritual. Then about six months after they did it, they won the lottery. After that, she died. Mister, well, she had a heart complication that wasn't picked up on. But the, both the trans have said we don't mind people having their opinion. They can say what they want as long as they're not like right in the face and being nasty about it. And I think what it comes to is having respect for like other people. And I think another thing is there's certain ways you can say things, and there's a certain way where it can come off as derogatory crass and not very nice yeah you you're dead right but if if people are are nice you can have an opinion we've lost the ability to have different opinions 100 percent um one of the things that again what's happened in lockdowns is that ability to go to the pub have a couple of pints with your mate and have a bit of a row not fisticuffs but you know, oh, my, my team's better than your team. Yeah. Or, you know, I believe in, you know, in COVID, oh, I'm not taking the job there. And be able to go out with your mates and just, you know, have difference of opinions. Yeah. But what happens is our our ability to take responsibility for our own actions. One, one thing that um, people have got um, no self-responsibility, they like to blame someone else. I, I learned through work a long time ago in one of the companies I worked for. I was with them for 12 years. And one thing I did learn is self-responsibility. Managers and that will respect you a lot more. If you did a mistake and said, it was me and I'm sorry, instead of trying to cover up and line, it's the same issue with this, um, the guy, the, the like banjo player from um, Munford and Sons, got kicked out because he tweeted a book by Andy No against Antifa and it's classed as a right wing book and it's only because some and like that's going off track but yeah like you are right a lot of people haven't got 
the like now, should we say, or knowledge to accept someone else's opinion. And it comes down to self, like self responsibility. You can't say this, but then if you've got a right to say this and dictate to me what I should accept, you've got a right to listen to me, to what I say against you. Absolutely, but it's because it becomes self-censorship as well people don't say things because they think they'll be perceived as as racist as right-wing now i'm i'm as easygoing as as you'll get and i don't have a a racist sexist homophobic bone in my body but if people look at some of the stuff that i post online or come to the meetings i could be a a far out right-wing extremist conspiracy theorists is classed as being right-wing and now. i'm and i'm so far away from being right-wing i am if anything heading toward communist um rather than just left-wing yeah um two two elections ago i voted for the socialist workers party for example um you know I, but so I personally don't agree with that but that that don't really matter to be like because that's your opinion and it's like, I ain't got a right to say you can't do this, you can't do that, like vice versa. But I know exactly what you mean. I've lost a lot of friends. Well, I've lost nearly all my friends through like this podcast because I've had, as I said, I've had trans on, I've had um, porn stars on, I've had um, a drag queen on, I've had the most controversial figure I had on was Paul Golden from Britain First. The reason I got him on is because he's such a controversial figure. But I've had MPs on as well. I've had soap stars on films. But, but if you don't listen to these people, you can't one, one of the sad things that, that's happened, and you, and you see it, is universities cancelling people. Now, you know, Oxford University Debating Society should have far-right racists on hmm. so you can listen to what they've got to say so you can hear what nonsense that they speak um, and just... and you know, and discuss with people. The thing with that is, though, the very clever Paul, before, because um, I had to, you know, I mean, he, like, sort of nice enough guy, was all right with, like me, but I did some research into him, the more I found out, the more I think, oh, God, what have I actually done here? Because he's not just that, he's linked to Northern Ireland. Anyway, but um, he said, how long will it be? And I went, about an hour, and he went, I'll give you about 20 to 30 minutes, is there anything? And it was a sort of, you and like know that he was just de- used to dealing with the press, he, he and he was very good at answering the questions, and he was very good at portraying it how he puts out. So he didn't come across as stupid or anything like that. So he didn't come across as a thick racist as people think down like the pub. But as you say, when you hear these people, seeing because it like was on YouTube before I got kicked off, you can tell. You can tell there's something more. The more people are marginalised and the more people are censored, the bigger their story becomes. If somebody, you know, however bright or well they may come across, that ethos there, say it's racism, say it's anti-Semitism, you get it. You know, when you when you listen to people and, and you're there, you can pick it up. Mm. If you've got a bit of nounce about you, and you can have a, a counter-argument. But you can pick it up if you're used to listening to different people. For different... Because, like, if, like, you're only... If, like, people are censored and you're only getting one channel of information through, which is what seems to be the government, this COVID is only part of a bigger plan. 
I mean, in my opinion, I believe it's the mark of the beast. And when I was talking to Paul, um, no, not Paul, the guy from the light paper, the editor, what's his name? Um, Darren. Yeah. Darren. When I had on him on, and I've also put on some groups, if I says, we might not all believe the same thing, what's going on, or the end game, but we all want the same thing, to be happy, and we all want to get on. Because little by little, with the fuel crisis, the shipping, uh, the like, yeah, sh the like shipping crisis, the like driver crisis, it's all a bit too convenient. Everything's being placed. And me personally, think, I think it's sort of the mark of the beast, especially with this segregation of vaccine passports coming out. I know England ain't got them yet, but I'm sure we will within the next month or two. I don't know how far I go with the the spiritual side of this and the, the mark of the beast. Um, I studied economics uh, and, and geology, which actually puts me in quite a good place to, uh, as, a, as a scientist ec economist to look at, you know, what's going on and, and, and have a good sort of ground in there. So um, there are plans behind what's going on that's more than the jabs and the COVID. I think that's a smokescreen for there. Um, but I look at the the failure of the the economy and the monetary system, and what's going on at the moment with the um, the printing of money, the quantitative easing, easing, which is just the creation of money through the Bank of England and the mm -hmm. Federal Reserve in Germany and the European Central Banks, which again are not owned by the likes of me and you. They they pull a fast one there. The Federal Reserve, the Bank of England, the European Central Banks, private institutions that we, we go to for them to generate money to add into the monetary system from nothing and then they charge us interest on that money that they've created from nothing. So I think that the monetary system as it is, um, because it's not, not not now backed by, by gold, because it's back in the 60s and we came yeah, from yeah, gold. Yeah, it was all there. from gold, wasn't it? Um, I think that's falling apart. Do you, like, would you say being an economist, have I said that word right? Yeah. Would like you also say money's another form of control? Absolutely. Right. Um, I have a, a I have a massive issue with charging students um, for university placements. Um, a student will come out of no university now, what thirty thousand pounds in debt? Yeah. Um, just for course fees. Now, if you are in that amount of debt, the chances of you leaving the country, moving away, doing anything that's particularly radical, and much less. That's, yeah, that's some of the courses they like pick as well, because I'd like feel some people who pick things like media and things like that, you've got to be ever so lucky to get in to a placement in like media, because it's so hard, especially now through doing this, because I had, um, who did I have on? I had um, the MP of Cleethorpes, Martin Vickers, and another one who's good with, being interviewed um so yeah it's yeah so and again going back to the economy mm -hmm. i've i've grown up in a in a, an estate where jobs have been scarce we've had millions of unemployed despite the fact that they that they massage the figures and people come off the figures and they go and do something else and a government scheme and they come off all of a sudden, over the last six months, we've got a labour shortage everywhere. Would you say the like labour sh like shortage because people are blaming Brexit? Would you say it's more of a work ethic from like England? 
it's be I, I I think because we we've had cheap labour from Europe and I and I know some some great lads from from Poland. I employed some I had some some work for me when I uh, when I was working a few years ago now. Um, but because of that cheap labour, our our minimum wage is is no more than you'd get by claiming benefits. You know and. Like it's gone up now, and it? it's like put it up to nine fifty. Bless him. Um, but you know, who'd want to go to work in a in a factory packing pizzas? And I'll use that as an example because I I did that for for a number of years. Yeah. Um, for not much more than you could you could you could get by claiming claiming benefits and I, having that free time. I think working is good for your mental like sort of mentally than not working and right. i think working from home it's been proven working from home is bad for your psych like sort of psyche anyway I, it's bad psychologically for you i ran a ran a charity for seven years called um jobs for all and the, and the charity i was the um chief executive of the charity that was designed to get people with learning dif- difficulties into paid employment yeah so and i we really pushed and we could really push the funders and stuff the benefits of people going out to work and earning 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 money and i'd had a, I had a couple of, of men same age as me um quite severely in difficulties and they worked an hour a week for me but that was paid work and their self-esteem because they could go home with their wage slip yeah you know, and the the actual amount of money didn't matter to them. They could go home to their brothers and their mum and dad. Oh, I've been at work, and they got so much out of being at work. But going to work, seeing the people at work, communicating with other people is really important as as humans to a as a as a society. Definitely. And working from home, I we don't get the figures. You don't get the separation from work and well, home we life. We don't get the figures of suicide and how many people are going nuts because all they're seeing is the same four walls, the same people, day after day. It's not just that, but if you go out to work, like so I've had a really busy day today at work, and I've come and I think, oh, brilliant, I've got like two days off this, I've got the rest of the week off now, and I've got all next week off. Now, if I was at home doing it, I'd be like, well, I ain't got that sort of... I'm back at home now in my comforts because I've been there all day and this is another thing going back to um, the COVID situation I suffer from anxiety and like depression and I did um, I bought a CBT book and in one of these CBT in one of these in the CBT book there was like three things it says like all humans need all psychologists I agree Uh, and I have mentioned this before it was autonomy to think for ourselves it was interaction of people I'm just sort of paraphrasing now the interaction of like sort of people um, a sense of say doing something with achieved but like so basically all these things that they introduced from the lockdown were taken away and that was a massive slump in people's psyche again like so it's been chip down this sort of and most people i say most people are getting one channel of information and that's from the bbc they've got their own agenda compared to anyone else they're anyway um so every bit of information they're getting from a government and like people well, the government won't lie it's like we can't you remember weapons of mass destruction can't you see what they're doing they're like playing you everything they're doing is a form of manipulation and you can see it 
in that CBT book, I saw it. I thought they're just reading off the same script. And if they don't think they've got psychologists working for them, playing us, and they've set such a divide now where I'm reading comments on like newspaper articles and that because just from a podcast just to keep up to date the glee that's coming from the vaccine people if someone who unvaccinated nearly dies or dies it's like oh one less idiot or it could have been one less idiot and these are people maybe three years ago wouldn't have even thought about saying stuff like that and it's very and it's upsetting for humanity there's there's been a number of things the the division in society um go back to the to, to the to the economy the problem is it's not overpopulation of the of the earth it's about all of the resources being held by a fraction of the population um and even during during covid um i was reading online that there's been a just in this country a, a 35 billion pound transfer of wealth from from the working man to billionaires so we've all gone onto amazon during lockdown and ordered some so jeff bezos is is mm. gaining loads yet the corner shop where we would have gone and, and shop locally has had to close again it's taking that human interaction out. But it's taking us going out it is that it's taking that human action but it's also it's dividing us while or the likes of me and you are arguing about um i'm a racist you know you're homophobic all all those other things all the, which we're not <laughs> no well, obviously we're not but you know we, we spoke about the racist earlier. Yeah. um well we're arguing about that we're not thinking hang on a minute i'm not getting a fair piece of the pie here we're throwing the scraps off the table to keep us reasonably happy but you could say that if someone's worked for what they've got they're entitled to that money absolutely and we do work for what we've got but we're also wage slaves aren't we we you know the amount of wealth in the world would be able to to feed all of us and to live more comfortable never going more to happen comfortably than we are now never going to happen because like you've always got a like a section of sociopath a section of psychopaths and you'll never get rid of that and, from and humanity th- those those are the people i believe are, are ultimately behind behind the, the covid narrative it's about are, yeah. it's about maintaining that control you'll find most businessmen or business women as well are psychopaths because they're not afraid to get what they want i mean being a psychopath don't mean you go and hit someone in the head with an axe no i'm gonna i'm gonna disagree with you there maybe you know maybe some businessmen like that but a lot of businessmen that, that that i came into contact with um and i and i ran a successful business for seven years employing people with disabilities what did you do we say from from jobs for all we uh, we took a i used to manage the dispatch department at young's bluecrest that's right we, i was i was there for seven years and i and, and eventually i was managing the dispatch department. but i left that job um we took ten thousand pounds worth of um, lottery funding or my trustees because yeah. it was a it was a social enterprise not-for-profit social enterprise so everything we earned in the business went back into the business mm-hmm. nobody was taking a cut there was no shareholders good, yeah. and things like that um they paid my wages and i got a good wage because i was worth it mm. you know and again you earn that money that, that you mm. worth. so and we we took that ten thousand pounds and within seven years we were turning over nearly half a million pounds and had 46 people with disabilities employed that's wicked um and it was great, really good. But again, bringing work home. I was working 
60 hours a week yeah. bringing it home working on the computer at home through to midnight getting stuff sorted dreaming about it waking up thinking about yeah, it yeah but it was yeah, it's also a labour of love because you got loads of benefit out of that the two two chaps I spoke about you know they were great they, we, we, we'd have if we did an event they'd come and speak and they'd stand up and say Sean's the best boss in the world well you've only ever had one boss but <laughs> you know that's nice to hear but my personal circumstances has changed we've got a family and I had to change my, yeah. my priorities um but the businessmen I found, and I, our suppliers, for example, I'd get one or two of, of, of the people who were employed to speak to my suppliers and say, these are the people that we're employing. Give me your best price because we're not making a profit. Yeah. And actually, the businessmen that I knew responded to that mm. and I got good oh, prices. No, I'm not saying all of them. Yeah. But I'm saying, I mean, I work for a company and I've done a podcast about uh, stealing from a charity box in Grimsby is St Andrew's Charity and what happened was um, the till was £7.49 down uh, the like woman who I was working with felt bad about it so she put it in her own pocket so she took the St Andrew's Charity box the boss opened it up £7.49 out of that put it in an envelope and put that envelope back into the lady's handbag without knowing I said to the boss I said you can't do that and she went well I'm the boss but I have done a podcast on, on that, so I'm not going to say too much more about that. If that you want to hear it, it don't incriminate any, like sort of like him like anyone. But for like who it was and for what business they were in for mobility shops and chemists, that's not a good thing. And we're talking about where we live. And I was with this company for seven years, and I know. And she was a sociopath because she used to threaten people's jobs if she didn't get what sort of she wanted she didn't really care about the staff she only cared about the profit the only people she did care about was a family which all fits in to the sociopathic mode yeah and i and i've waited for people like that and there are there certainly are people like that and i'm not i'm not disagreeing that that they and because of their the way their brain works they do tend to get positions of authority you know i i think that nearly probably 95% of our MPs are in that position. Oh, definitely. I did download um, the scenario on the CCTV, so I've got evidence of it. <laughs> I'll tell you who it was later on. <laughs> the, and again, come back, come back to what's been going on over the last, I'm going to say 24 months, because I think there was some, some priming even before the, the virus hit. Um, yeah. The division that started on Brexit, now, whether you're for Brexit, against Brexit, you were you were on one side, and you were either, oh, a liberal, great, I want to be in Europe, or again, you were a right wing, hate all foreigners, mm. get rid of the blacks. Um, you know, it was it was one side or the other. The society has lost that that quality of having a, an area of grey. Well, you can have an opinion, and we spoke, we, we touched on here that you know you're you're either this or you're that. Having a a middle ground and being yeah. able to listen to each side of the conversation has gone. I'm just going to touch because we're getting a bit far away from what. Yeah, sorry. just going. No, oh no, no, because there's I've, I've got something I need to tell you about, um, or I ask you about. Um, this is what stand up in the park represents isn't it this is and it's not just about covid it's and it's about freedom among everything 
Sunday, back to stand up and back. It is about it's about those freedoms that we're, that we are losing, and whether you believe that COVID's real and the the jabs are our are our way out, it's... I think that everybody realizes there's something wrong going on. You know, hours and hours waiting at A and E because people can't get into doctors. I think the NHS went downhill from when they stopped because I. Um was with Dr. Dobson on Hayton Avenue. Um, and it was a walking surgery and I had a light on and you counted the people and you thought, well, if you was really ill, you would wait. But now, I mean, I've done it myself. I got told off. I bit my lip and this, it's a saliva duct that's get trapped. It, it came up and it went down and it went down about two days before I had an appointment. I thought I'd go to the appointment just in case if, I don't know, I don't want it to come back and say, right, so I went and said, it's gone down now. And he went, why didn't you just cancel your appointment? It's gone down, it's not going to come back. I think the, the NHS went down when it started bringing in appointment systems because a lot of people, because the job I was in, working for who I worked, and like knew a lot of doctors and a lot of doctors said, we get people coming in asking, am I pregnant? And the doctors say, this isn't our job to do this. There's clinics and you go to Boots and you get a test for that. You're like taking up valuable things. So my point with the um, appointment system was a lot of people, and myself have done it, hands up, um, won't cancel appointment even if it's a cold or a sore throat. It's like you go to the pharmacist. So working where I was working, I know if you go see a pharmacist, they're sometimes a bit more knowledgeable than the actual doctor. A, they know how things work because they build the tablets build the tablets they make the tablets up so in some cases they're better to go direct to the pharmacist for free advice and if you ever need to go to the doctor they would say you need to go to the doctor for that because you might need antibiotics again let's go back to this this, this question of what we spoke about on this this self-responsibility for yourself sometimes it's just easier to ring the doctors when you're feeling a bit um, under the weather or something there might be something wrong then just say right okay I'll you know take some more orange juice I've got a cold I'll just get over it oh, that's Again, too that, simple that, that self-responsibility we as a society we're always looking for, for the government or somebody else to give us the answers yeah which is why we've we've been primed and I believe that loads of people have been suckered into believing the the narrative from the government because they 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 won't do their own research. They believe the stuff on the BBC, and I'll tell you a story about the BBC um, that I realised a few months ago. <clears throat> so um, last football season. Um, Manchester United played played Liverpool, one of the biggest games um, in the football season, last I think last March, last April. And the Man United fans got into Old Trafford, four hundred fans stopped the game. Um, everybody should remember that because it was plastered everywhere over the media, the BBC, Sky, you name it, they ran it. What also happened that weekend, nearly a million people in London demonstrating against the COVID measures. Now, I looked very carefully for any coverage of that on the BBC. The only coverage of any demonstration was a, was a demonstration in Poland about the Belarusian MP that had been arrested by the Russians. Not one word on any of the mainstream media 
of a million people demonstrating in London everything for the 400 fans that got into Old Trafford and stopped a football game yeah I had stand up X on when um, all that was going on and like they said said all about that and that that to me is it's proof there that they're not covering what they should be covering so the, so so whatever you're listening to there's a there's there's a slant there's a there's an agenda there like yeah doing this podcast and like looking at different news outlets and listening and reading you can see how the media i mean i can't put it in to words but you can see how the play the public and the people and again do you say i mean the people aren't i mean it's not their fault i do believe that critical thinking should be taught at school but but again all they're getting is their bbc half past five five o'clock yeah. covid oh look at me at this pedestal thing uh if I mean, Matt Hancock, my hatred for Matt Hancock went from zero to a billion when he said, I think it was a Sunday, and he said, if you basically don't follow, follow the rules, we will take your exercise off you. And I thought, you prick, you can't say that. Something's going on, and you that just disgusting from him. But he's, he's a disgusting person. He is. But he was removed from his, from his job for a bit of a kiss and a smooch, which he shouldn't have done. But not before the and, and there's been problems with um, old people in old folks' home dying and being euthanized. When you look into the stories, mm-hmm. um, my dad's alone. I want to say I'm not. I'm not too sure on the name of it. That he ordered from the French in in absolute shed loads of amounts three years ago. Um, that, that was that is, that is slowly coming out. And again, journalists there that I've, I've listened to online can't get can't get into newspapers and they're accredited journalists who have had stories of it before can't get into the newspapers about it um but then he's <laughs> he wasn't sad was he? he sort of resigned over his is a bit of a kiss and a cuddle rather mm. than you know the scandal that was coming out there just moved over to one side getting out the firing line before you know the real stuff come come across mm. so Again, that manipulation all the way through. It's, and then it's not just f- like from him, it's from it, and it's not just from the Conservatives. You see it from Keir Starmer. I, he's just, well, um, he's just as bad. And like you see, and the push, the push for the vaccination, it could be believable if um, like they didn't flip flop of on, on things, or just maybe we're too like awake. I'm not going to use the word woke, but we're too awake, or sort of no, like the game but the push for this vaccine isn't like under no circumstances will I ever take the vaccine under no circumstances whatsoever before they said I mean I've done a few podcasts about the vaccines and it's like now they're locked in or like people have taken that and I've got no disgruntlement with people who take the vaccine it's your choice my fiance's got the vaccine my mum's took the vaccine my family's took the vaccine I'm not bothered I'm not asked about it but for someone to push it this much and it's like well it's just like the TB vaccine it's not like the TB vaccine it's not like your yellow fever vaccine because you've got a choice in it and is it classed as blackmail if like people are saying if you don't get this job I'm going to sack you is that classed as a form of blackmail and it's definitely coercion and it's like well it's keeping people safe it's like it's not keeping people safe I personally know a 7-8 year old who hadn't been double vaccinated 
I don't use the word jab. I think it's an horrible word, and I think I, I have been using it, and I've caught myself using it, and that's another psychological ploy of them, I think. But a seven, eight-year-old had it. Not, it did knock her for six, flu, whatever it is, but she got out of it. I know another family member who's just had COVID, who went had the right vaccine, the, got like sort of come out of it. Fine. The co- cohesion, the 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 blackmailing for people to take these the the vaccine that's not a traditional vaccine when you when you look into it. Um, no, the um, Pfizer isn't. Yeah, um, it's been awful. If you've not taken the vaccine, if I've taken the vaccine, which I, which I haven't, what danger are you to me if this I, works? I'm coming from a Christian side, and if it is real, I don't believe COVID's real anyway. Like people say, well, there is something out there. Yeah, it's the flu, right? There's it's nothing more. That's my personal view, and I'm allowed that. But I couldn't care if someone's vaccinated. I'd still go for a drink with them. If someone was unvaccinated, I'd still go. If someone... I've lost loads of friends over and over this, but they were never my friends at all if they didn't accept my, like, like views. And it's like, I couldn't care if, like, my view's different to yours. I respect you as a person because you're my friend and I like you. But, I mean, I, some, I, mean, I still have friends. Like my fiance. we don't talk about politics because their view, how, how, like, how we get on, I don't know, because their view is completely paralysing to mine. And it's like, I'm, like, one extreme. And she's like, well, you've got to be. And it's like, don't. Don't even say it. Don't be like that. I mean, the the way things are going, it is like I'm sure you've heard this. Like something happened in 2012 where we probably switched that sort of like parallel like universes. Something happened. People saying it 2012 where we entered clown world. The more the more I read, and, I, and I'm I'm an avid reader. I'll read anything. So I um, I first started with. Graham Hancock's book Fingerprints of the Gods which looks at Graham Hancock yeah. uh, ancient civilizations from pulp fantasy Lord of the Rings things like that and you know so from Graham Hancock to other things to reading Richard Dawkins and the God Delusion yeah um, which again is a tremendous book I mean Graham um, Hancock says things like about there is evidence of like a great flood like big boulders being left there we do believe that them boulders were covered by yeah, and I moved by floods, and I picked up one of the books that that he referenced, which was um, a book by, by Charles Hopgood, um, Maps of the Ancient Sea Kings, which has got a an extraordinary map of Antarctica, but Antarctica is a landmass not with the ice on it. So where has that come from? Hmm. You know, so you know, and our records, society, if you if you look at it. Egypt, four thousand BC, about there. Whereas, weathering on the Sphinx is probably from eleven thousand years ago. So there's a massive amount of, of pre-civilization that we don't know about. So I've read things like that. I've gone into UFOs and the occult, and the more, and you know, even listening to NASA scientists that say we may be living in a, a virtual world. It may just be a, a great video game for some entity out there. Well, whoever sim I am, they're having a good laugh at me. But I wonder if we are. We are creating our own reality. Um, we all, yeah. And that for you, COVID isn't real because that's what you believe, uh, and you think it, that that 
the the vaccine is the mark of the beast. And that well, no, I, no, I, yeah, I, I am gonna have to clear that because I sometimes don't explain right. explain myself properly. Um, I think it's a precursor to the mark of the beast. Right. I think we're going into a cashless society. I've seen a lot of crypto about crypto. I think crypto just just don't do it. Pay right with cash. If it's the mark of the beast, you won't be able to. Oh, I'm speaking too fast. Won't be able to escape anyway. But I think crypto is a dangerous way to go. I think we need to do cash because like they can switch like they can switch off the internet they can control it and as soon as that goes that hard drive or that like bit mining on like the blockchain's gone and it's like i do try to pay cash in a lot of circumstances my only problem is i don't take enough cash out and then if i'm driving somewhere and i want a drink it's like oh, fuck, i've got to use my card I- because they've like upped the um, card payment now. It started at 20, 25, was it? Then it went to 40, 45, then they upped it to this. Now it's going up to 100. And it would soon be like... £100 yesterday, yeah. the other day in the, in the supermarket. And I paid by, by card. And I'm, I'm terrible because... Yeah, that's fine. I use cash. But I think crypto's a... It's a pyramid scheme. Yeah. And if you can get in early enough, and, you, and if you've got a little bit of money to invest, you might make a little bit. But as a... As a... A way of running a financial system, cryptocurrencies again. As soon as that internet comes down, or you know we have an electricity outage and you're going to the supermarket with your card and they can't get to your bank account, how do you get your groceries yeah. for the week? You do not want to go into a cashless society. A because you don't want the government knowing what you're spending this and that, and it would be one step towards. A social credit score system but yeah i don't believe the vaccine is the mark of the beast i think it's another part of the puzzle le- like leading up to it it's a step vaccine passports road. another form of segregation france australia you can't even go to, for a pint if i mean i'm prepared to sacrifice all that because i truly will not be getting the but i would rather die before i get something put into my body and it's interesting to see the left and I don't mean the old style left now. I like mean this new left that comes out, this like neo like leftism that's come out, where it's like, oh, you can't say that's like ten years ago, twenty years ago. You were saying you were fighting for free speech. You're doing exactly the same thing the, you were fighting for. The opposition to the government want more lockdowns, more control, yeah, more government it's crazy. influence. So. And I've never voted Tory in my life. Um, but I find myself thinking that, you know, people on talk radio, for example, are, are, are classed as right-wing centre They're people. not right-wing but, on talk radio. But, it, but it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's... I know. It's, and I'm not saying they're right-wing, but they're further right no. than, than, than I would be. Agreeing with quite a lot of what they're saying because they're, they're talking a bit of sense and there's there's, there's a bit more sense there than, than we're setting up from getting the BBC or Sky or, or ITV. You, you will never get the BBC to talk about anything that's off kilter ever. They've they've got a, a, a set script to like go towards. Um, but again, let's go, go back to the stand in the park. It's about having these ideas having these thoughts of what's going on and not feeling alone if i go back to march april of this year mm-hmm. i was beginning to feel i was a i was a tinfoil hat 
lunatic conspiracy theorists who had almost lost it. Because You're right wingy from your conspiracy theorists <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, sorry, right wing. Yeah. Racist. Transphobic. Um, um, yeah, despite homophobic, the fact yeah. I've got homophobic friends. I don't know any, any, any trans people, but I've no problems with those. Um, we don't have a, a, a massive um, multicultural society, so I don't know how many um, black people. I know, I know quite a lot. Well, that's Asian just from people. the place we live, and that's yeah, but that's, I, that's setting our geography but anyway. But having said that, I am friends with a, with a few people of, of, of other ethnic backgrounds, and that's not a problem, never been a problem for me at all. But I was beginning to think, am I? Am I a right-wing racist? I voted Brexit. And oh, I you got, voted Brexit, did you? You voted to leave? I voted to leave. And Ooh, and for me, it racist. wasn't down to the economics. I voted to leave because I want less government interference. I voted in to stay. Life. But then everyone kicked off, oh, well, it's like, it is what it is. You can't have it both ways. You yeah, can't have a democracy, but, but you, like a democracy and go against it. You make that, you make that decision for what you believe, and that's what yeah. democracy should be. And we had a referendum. And what really frustrates me, you vote to stay. No, I hate everyone though. <laughs> but and I, and I don't know how much how much this is true. Again, pushed by the media, you want to reverse that and get us back in. Yeah, and won't accept that. And I I wonder how much of that is again this narrative of putting us against each other, where you're saying I wanted to stay, but I'm not bothered. We, we voted, we left. Get Let's on, get with, on it. with it. Yeah, you know, if it's a big chess game. But uh, but, uh, but I. I looked. I looked at the economics and thought we're going to take an economic hit, but I want less government interference in my life. Yeah. And if we get away from Europe, that's one less layer of bureaucracy and people that aren't elected to power, um, because the people we elect aren't the ones in power. Yeah, it's the been, European Bill, Bill, um Bill Gates has been in down. Had been in Downing Street all week, hasn't he? Talking to Boris. I don't know, has he? Yeah, I don't. I, I don't remember that. him ever seeing his name on one of these pallet things. You know, Bill Gates can dictate what we're doing. Well, that's because he's a globalist. And as you mentioned, um, the other guy, um, the guy from Amazon, Soros, Soros, um, what's his name? Yeah. Jeff. Jeff, Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. Where did I say Soros from? Jeff, like, Bezos. They're all, um, unlike, I don't know, there's, and they've made, and this is the point I was going to suggest, like, say, to, I was going to say suggest, say, to you that technology I think has had a detrimental effect on society and humanity have you read um, the Unibomber's the Unibomber's manifesto no now I wrote to the Unibomber about a couple of months ago because I, I was a bit mad with society I was let down and I've like read his manifesto I've like looked into him and I thought I'm going to write to him Want see if he wants to come on the podcast probably not um, I thought, I bet it doesn't even get because the stuff I put in, I, I, I said society's like a cesspit now, it's gone down the shitter, uh, I don't want to be part of it which I've said before, if this is the way society's going, I'm prepared to take a step out I don't want it, I wasn't expecting reply back, and he like wrote back to me, and he went, unfortunately I can't put anything on the internet, and I can't discuss any of the ideals that we both think, what I can tell is I've got two books out on like Amazon, so he didn't mention his manifesto which is he didn't release that as a book anyway he like released that for people in the paper his two books are still on Amazon but I thought it's nice of him to write back to me but his manifesto does mention the left it says what we've said that there seem to be rich spoiled people they seem to got a bit of inferiority about themselves and feel the need to protect other people um, and it's written in such a way where it says that technology will be the downfall. And it's like, was he right? 
is like technology yes it is good in some uses but it's also taken us away from human interaction it's been good i suppose i've locked down keeping people in touch but it's made us lazy in a way is instead of we wanted to do research i would have gone and bought a book i would have gone to the library bought a book i would have had that interaction with people but now it's there's so much at your fingertips that I find it hard to concentrate now on several things. I've maybe got four tabs open and maybe I'm doing a video, maybe for my podcast, maybe I'm doing an article for something, this, that, and like I'm doing four jobs at once. When I was studying the paranormal, and I'm sure you'll agree with this, when I've got a book in hand, I find it a lot easier to read than read off the internet because I'd be like that and be like, right, I'm there, let's go and have a look at this. Right, and, and before I know it, I was reading something about a poltergeist case. Now I'm like going to buy a crossbow, <laughs> and it's like, how the hell did I get from there to like there? But yeah. if, but like, if I've and I've been trying to get to books, and I know I'm the worst for technology, and I'm one of the worst for being on my phone. But I've come off all social media. I don't want to be part of the rigmarole. I don't want to be on the merry-go-round. But I think if we're not careful, I mean, like, Facebook and get a rebranding, is it this week or next week? I've been like, you heard about this. Metaverse. Metaverse, where he wants everything to go to VR. Okay. Didn't you see what happened at the end of the lawnmower, man? <laughs> Behind you, you'll see the, there are two Oculus Rift headsets. Um, I have, I and my son have a great time playing on the, on the, on the, on the they are good. Playing. But, again, I'm, but, I'm like, in, would you want that on and be, go to a work meeting and be like in a chair and might not go to work and have, have your life living through a VR helmet. No, but then I'm due to go over to Lincoln in November in, in the evening for a for a um, meeting with the Lincolnshire Tableton Association. So it means I have to leave here and drive on, on the A46, which is not the best of roads. One of the most dangerous roads here. Down in, to Lincoln in, in the dark. Yeah. I don't like driving um, for a meeting that isn't that important. Now, what I will suggest at the meeting is, can we do the next ones via Skype? Hmm. Which saves me an hour's journey, the petrol for the association. We can probably get as much done through that meeting. Do you play ping pong ball? Thing? I play tell, I'm the Do secretary you? of the local leagues, yes. Um, I'll speak to you later about that anyway, because that's not what this is about. No, um, but... Um, so there's a time and a place for it but yeah it's overtaken i'm i'm in control of my social media yeah granted but do you but do you because like they're making it more easy they're making it more accessible the phone i mean yeah i mean i can bet that you've seen quantum leap you've seen quantum leap haven't you with like some no one of the few science no. fiction. What, you, you, oh, I've and, seen and Nexus. I've seen all your gear. Quantum Lake no. is a program that I I missed, um, and well, I watched yeah. most of the science fiction programs. So from watching Star Wars at the cinema um, to being petrified from Jaw by Jaws, um, the lot with Quantum Quantum Lake. It would have been a good guess. I know Quantum Lake, and I know Sam did the stuff. Sam Beckett walked into the body. Well, um, Al was the hologram that came to see him had a yeah. companion called Ziggy Ziggy was at the other dimension and he was just a handheld thing basically that is Ziggy I can just go on there and I can find out anything basically I want and I think it is good for some things but I don't think us in society should get too reliant on technology because it's going to be it's going to be humanity's downfall go back, go back to 
to that and journalism, which is gone. Gone. It's not journalism now. Because anymore. economically, you can pay somebody to sit at a computer, look through the internet, find the stories and post them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can get six people doing that. You can get, for, for that six people sat at a computer, probably two people that actually go out, find the stories and talk to the people that are involved. And I bet the person who goes out finds it and talks, they've got more but that, that, that's mental attitude than the person Proper journalism. You've got to go out and talk to the people that are involved. Of course you have. You, and, and I've done it. I've sent and I've read emails that I've been upset by or I've upset somebody without meaning to because yeah. that, that medium of communication that's just word... It's ambiguous for a doesn't start. ...doesn't have... The inflections that we have, yeah. you can say something as a joke. Somebody can be quite mortified by you can't it. Can't have jokes anymore. You take offence by it. Whereas you've said it real life. There's a whole level of communication we're not doing. Even even if we're doing it through through Zoom and video links. Yeah. You know, three quarters of our, of our communication is through hand signs, facial signs. Yes. We're not picking up on Sensory. video links. You know, you're not, you're not, you're not seeing that even with a Zoom call and you've got a camera. We've all, we've all got a camera face. Yeah. You know that you put on. It's a bit like that makeup you put on in the morning. Yeah. You know that that face to get out in in the world when you're talking and you're down the pub with your friend. You, you lose that. You, we, we've lost that ability of and those that's conversations. What I mean about going out, hence technology. You used to go yeah. out and get a book. You've got human interaction. Not only that, not even if you meet anyone, but you're in Mother Nature. You and I don't want to get too hippy whippy with things, but you're actually on a rock that's moving around the earth. I do believe the earth is round. I would love a flat earther to come on because I haven't had one on, uh, but they seem to be a bit reluctant to come on. I'm like, why? There's a there's a few guys at the park who are, who are heavily into the flat is that, earth. Yeah. They'd be more than welcome to come on. Because um, I, I don't know enough of it and I want to... It's something that I'm not particularly interested in per se, but I would like to learn one a bit of, more what, about it. One of the guys I've listened to, and he, he, I don't believe the earth is flat, but some of the arguments about it, I can think, yeah, quite, hmm. you know, like that. There's a book up there, Who Built the Moon, for example. I was just about to say, I believe we went to the moon, but I believe we was warned off the moon by either an alien race or something else that's there. The the Apollo record that's put out by, by NASA is is false. The, that that record of that those those pictures, a uh, uh, studio pictures, I, I believe. A lot of the stuff that was done by um, Percy on video, um, it was only a paper moon. When you see they're supposed to be halfway to the moon and they're in low Earth orbit, and you can see the Earth in the in the corner of the picture, various shadows and stuff there. Um, I I want to believe that we went, and I'm fifty fifty there whether we went or not. But yes, like you, we maybe went and got told you don't come back, mm. and we've and been warned off by whatever entity might be out there and whether that's extraterrestrial interdimensional future um, time travelling people from the future it doesn't matter we'll be bothered. one of the things if we go back to the the vaccines um, in the 90s we used to go to the 
UFO, UFO conferences in Leeds, the international UFO conferences in Leeds. I've so. only been to one, mine was in Maynooth. Yeah. Oh, so it's not... No, these, these are the big international, and a guy called um, Graham Birdsell he used to do a, a very good magazine, UFO magazine, he used to run them, unfortunately Graham passed away. It used um, to be really good, that. It was, it was excellent. So we met a lot of people, and the classic grey alien, a lot of people were, were talking that these these things were from our future, and they were, and there was there was two lots. There was the the taller person in charge, and the almost machine like, which it comes back to your AI taking mm. over, grey alien. And I wonder how much now we're moving towards that future. Funny you should say the machine like, because when I did DMT. Um, I don't know if you're aware of DMT. It's like one of the most pow- powerful hallucinogenics on the earth, and it's what we release when you die. Right. Um, people who said who have done this, they see like entities. When I did mine, um, I thought I saw a little black thing pop out and then go back in, and I was that sure. I saw it. I had to go up and look, and these are all along the board. Everyone who's done it says there is something. I had a kaleidoscope feel. Then I went cold. Then you shut your eyes. Then I heard like a dialing. A beep, 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 beep. Um, I've said this on a podcast before, but then it was a bit went into a bit like biomechanical, and it it quite scared me to sort of to be fair. But everything's like sort of if you was looking at that bottle you've got on your desk, it would look close, but it would look far away at the same time, and everything was very symmetrical. Everything was like mathematically boom, 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 like that. But when I closed my eyes and went somewhere, if it was my subconscious or somewhere else. I didn't. I, I, I like don't know if I was perceiving it myself or trying to like see it, but whatever was happening, I didn't really like it. And I've done it a few times. It's not something I'd probably do it again, but it's not something I would like to do again, if that makes sense. Because it was quite weird, and it was like really biomechanical. It was like really strange, very strange. We're we're moving towards a <coughs> a transhuman agenda. Um, people having implants. And, and I think it's there. I think you can see where they want you connected permanently to to the internet. So instead of picking up your your cell phone, you're there. You, you're there, and it's a connection into your. And you know, there there is radio to to brain um, communication now. I think if you if you look into it, the people can connect straight into your into your brain without yeah. using a phone. And you know, we've gone so far from. Um, 1987 so i i went i left um grimsby and went down to london to study i had to once a week go around to the around to the corner to the phone box to ring up home yeah i'm saying card or 20p no 20p 20p or if i didn't have any money because i was a poor penniless student reverse the charges so you'd wait for the, you'd wait for the beeps but how far have we come in what's that 87 you know, uh, 13, 35 years. I did that in 1997. I was still using yeah. the phone box. But how far have we come to this thing that now connects to the internet and can answer any question you might have within seconds? Tech, like technology is moving at a faster rate now than it ever was, and it's only going to get faster. Uh, and I have been trying to, I would like to get rid of my mobile smartphone and just go to ideally nothing, but then people say well are we meant to get in touch with you and i'm like exactly yeah i've got an old i've got an old Nokia, but i'm i'm, I'm still 
plugged into the system and I, I can't use it but it's there if I want to if I think that it's got too far and that's a phone that will do phone calls it'll take a picture if I want just turn it off or put it in a Faraday bag cage if yeah. um, you don't use it but then I, I say that our Wi-Fi is on there's Wi-Fi running around this house you know mm. all the time you were saying about implants in your head um you, they've like got it now where and you, you probably were like aware of this most people will but there's um if you've got diabetes you can put something in your arm and it can also go to your phone and tell you yeah y- your blood sugars I, th- I did read at one stage they're trying to make it so you can put in um contact lenses or something like a bit like google glass but contact lenses that can tell you if your blood's like like running low i've had a biohacker on sort of my podcast because i did the carnivore diet where i just had mate and like no outside just had animal products for 30 days um and the biohacker came on and like that was quite interesting and some of the stuff is not something i want to go to there's there's a lot of people doing a lot of weird stuff a lot of weird stuff to themselves to be part of the network and again it's a bit like lawnmower man where you're going to get sucked into this reality and it's not even a reality it's a false reality again i come back to do we create our own reality because again speaking to abductees who absolutely believe Mm. that they have been abducted by aliens we'll use the word aliens because that's what they would say people who absolutely believe that the vaccine has got um graphene in i'm not saying it's not i'm not dismissing any of these things people that believe 5g is dangerous people that believe that the the vaccine is the cure to this plague that we've had it's not a cure because it don't make you immune no, but to, yeah but i'm, like, I'm, I'm not trying to be, i'm i'm I, I won't questioning you i was questioning yeah. that narrative no, of but other it, people. And, I'm, and i'm trying to throw out now just people believe that white people are superior to black people people have their own narratives and i, I the more and more that I've read and the more and more study and the, and the deeper down the rabbit hole, I believe, I, I'm wondering whether we, it is a, almost a video game and we create our own reality to, to, to meet our, well, if mine's our a beliefs. Video, if mine's a video game, it's a copy and it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to what you were saying, well, I'm just going to backtrack about, um, it was when the Black Lives Matter thing like was on and I was on Twitter at the time. And, the, and it was in New York and someone posted, um, painted Black Lives Matter in big yellow paint. And I just did a comment and that's, um, I said that's um, virtual signaling at its best there. And someone come back to me and I said to him, well, come on my podcast then and then like, we'll talk. And I've had, you know, this has happened a few times, but he said, all right then, I will. I thought, oh, all right, because the last person I spoke to, he was a black person, he went, your podcast, shit. And I went, have you actually listened to it? He went, no went well come back to me and he actually came back and went actually yeah some of them were quite good anyway go back to this guy and he came on it and we actually bet sort of in the middle and we sort of actually agreed and it turned out that he was a trained therapist he's done a book he was quite an interesting character really and he did a book about the 12-step program and he wanted a christian or anything like that and i don't know too much about the 12-pecks the 12 step program but i believe and he said it's all to do with christianity jesus this and the other and i wanted to take it out there 
and mix up something different. And we got talking about his book. And I said to him, but some people are only doing it for, oh, look at me, I'm doing this. They're not behind the real reason for it. And some are being duped and manipulated. And it's been reflected in social media. And he went, yeah, actually, I can see that. And I could see his point of view. And we sort of, it was amicable. And we got on. And that's what I like. Not just someone who's like, well, I'm not going to cook. Because I always offer people to come on my podcast and like, oh, what, your tinfoil app podcast? So, like, you can spread this and spread that. I'm like, so I've stopped speaking to people like that because it's not worth my time and energy. But but giving somebody the right of reply, if you if you go on to say and say something about, a group of people or whatever and, and say oh lives matter i don't believe in it it's this giving somebody who believes in that that right of reply mm. is fundamental to a free and open society you may not agree with what they're saying and again i'll, I'll, I'll repeat this with one french philosopher i might not agree with what you're saying but i will fight to my last breath yeah. you're right to say it definitely you're right to upset me and insult me yeah providing you're not all oh, right okay then <laughs> Providing you're not saying, oh, well, we'll, we'll kill you because you're, you're, you're white. And, you know, it, it's causing that, that, that racial... People racial. get to one end of extreme and they pull it out and it's like, that's a small fraction of society. Yeah. You're seeing the bits the media want you to see. And I've just had two examples on, on like Twitter where one black guy said, actually, yeah, I did listen to your podcast, but I don't really want to come and that's fine. And where the other guy did. But my podcast is always open. I'm not going to be like the BBC. And I'm not going to be like, oh, just because I don't believe what you believe, that you're not going to come on. Because I might learn something from you and you might learn something from me. Life, if if anything, is a a journey. And it's a journey about learning things. It is. Because you you grow as a person like that. You start off, and I I loved school. Um, I got into trouble for asking too many questions questions why was one of the questions that i would ask regularly and critical thinking teachers didn't have the answer and i've and i've always been in a position why does that i don't i don't get it i don't understand this but where's their learning coming from yeah it's from a textbook and who wrote that textbook and what agenda has it got so if you want to learn this is my only opinion um go to like the old plato things and go to socrates have a read of their books and then go from there do a bit of research just don't go you're, to you're building yourself source. to read to take in knowledge but to question that anything you hear um is is a start of your 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 journey through three years so you've seen the nexus magazine you might see a copy of new scientists floating around i've picked up a copy of that there's an article in there there might be a, a history not history magazine going yeah. on um the latest copy of player's handbook for dungeons and dragons up there the madness of crowds which is about again the, the woke agenda i'll pick up and read anything yeah because it's life's a journey of picking up and having it, that critical thinking but it comes to a point if you question say black lives matter because i don't agree in the knee coming into sport there's no reason to bring black lives matter in sort of sort of to sport there's nothing political to come in sports people go and watch them sports to get away from things like that but even if you criticize blm if you criticize the trans agenda if you criticize and the trans have got an agenda certain groups stonewall and mermaids have got an agenda of their own and it's not a good agenda um again i've had someone on about that um even if you question it so i said well 
why you don't question it if you question it you're a racist you oh oh black lives matter says, well yeah but if the lead all like one of the group leaders of black lives matter are living in a predominantly white area and she's got three houses and they're worth nearly a million pound or like dollars each that don't quite add up to what they're saying on the streets no no you're just believing yeah. the media and it's like well no i'm giving you a fact there was a a I'm going to call a professor or a doctor on, um, I think it was talk radio. And she said, um, because I am middle-aged white man, I have white privilege and I am racist. And it's I took getting like that, yeah. real offence to that. I said, well, uh, you know, have you seen the town that I grew up in? We don't have privilege for, for any colour or whatever there's nobody that has got privileged I might be middle aged and a bit fat and balding but that's as close as you're going to get and I'm not racist No. even if you call me unconscious bias unconsciously racist you do that, get biased and you won't there, get away from bad, that but that is my my Christian upbringing and I, I was brought up as a Christian and I'm not a practicing Christian because I don't believe in a in an almighty deity that's um, perpetuated through through religion, yeah. um, I have a big problem with religion. Oh, religion's another form of control yeah. as well. There, there may be a spiritual being out there, um, but I, but religion is a concept. is a man-made concept again for control. When I say I'm like religious, my relationship with God, and I'm not. I'm one of the people who doesn't. I just don't do authority. I've never been good with it. I don't like being told what to do. Um, but when people say, well, how can you be like this? But my relationship with God is different and it's something I love and it's something he... Well, I just imagine it... Some When I went to church and like cell group meetings, the, like you say, just see God as like a parent. Because I... With my problem of authority, I have an hard time of and I shouldn't really say this, but someone being the almighty, because I'm like, everyone's equal. Everyone in my eyes is equal. Black, brown, pink, yellow, purple, blue spots, aliens and that, we're all equal. And it's like, I'm verging on maybe, I've been thinking, am I a bit nihilistic now in like my views? Because I don't really care. I'm like, we all die in the end. Get on with it. Live your life. Be happy. Learn. Learning's a major part of life I mean I've been thinking and like philosophizing for so long and like I've and I've come up with is love real is hate real but love is real it's you know and it's like love is a major part and if we can just love it and all get on but we won't get that because you'll get someone who thinks I just want to burn the world and I'm like well just get on with it then it's it's very strange i'm going through a process i'm 42 now and um you know we all sort of change every seven years we have a political change and as we all change and i'm like is this my being 42 is this my time where i'm changing because i like these last two weeks something's clicked and i'm like i really don't give a fuck anymore i i'm, I'm getting to the point it's like do it and i'll just whatever I live my life on a, on a simple principle. I treat people, or try to treat people, as I would like them to treat me. Mm -hmm. Not how they treat me, because sometimes people are, are not very nice, for whatever reason. There could be multiple reasons. They might have got up out of bed, 
the wrong the wrong side. Done it myself. We've all yeah. we've all we've all got up in an ass and said things that we don't believe. Um, and I'm not perfect, and I, and I don't do it all the time. But I try and treat people as I would like, you know, with respect. So you're open, you listen to people's opinions. You might not agree with them, but you don't have to fall out of people no. like that. Um, so it's that. But again, come back to the stand in the pack. I find that that's a society of, of people that have got those the same accepting ideas. They have, yeah. That's what I really and and it and it gives me a a sense of hope. belonging and hope. And one of the reasons why I agreed to do the podcast, although it's a fabulous conversation we're having, um, was to try and get the word out because I want I, I believe that there are more people out there in this area like me who believe that there is something wrong going on mm. in the upper lessons of um, government and the police and everything and education and things like that and maybe on their own and they need some more people to, to bounce off and say maybe I can take my tinfoil hat off because you are all like me and I'm not that strange and I'm not losing it could could it be that we are wrong and they're right <laughs> have you ever thought about that I have thought about it and it's a, and it's a good and my wife who's who's vaccinated and she listens to me and she gets sick of the politics and the stuff that also your wife's vaccinated my wife's vaccinated yes so is there any division between you two from you not being vaccinated and your wife being vaccinated because my fiance is vaccinated she my wife um, doesn't want to take the the societal pe- uh, penalties that are coming my way she wants to be able to go away abroad on holiday. She wants to be able to go over to Disneyland in America, which we've been a few times with the kids. She wants to go out to a concert. She's she's seen enough and read enough and listened to me enough that she doesn't believe that come January I'm going to be able to do that. So she might be able to take the kids out and go somewhere. I've got to stay in because I'm one of the unclean. Um, Rat muncher. So <laughs> you're not really rap much. I'm exactly the same, and I'm like, but I'm prepared to do that. There's nothing that's going to sway I'm, me. Of course, what, what, I, what I've said to my wife is, no, I'm not. This is this is this is where I draw my line in the sand with this. You know, I, I'm just a man who you know will stand up and talk to people and say, I don't believe this. This is you know, and explain what I feel is going on to people. Uh, but I, I'm unable to go on demonstrations because we have family circumstances and things. Like that. I want to do a bit more. But my line in the sand is, I'm not taking this this vaccine mm-hmm. um, they've got to prove to me it's safe it's tested it's a benefit for me um, you know, so I'm not in a position I'm not, I'm not saying that I will never take it but I'm saying you you, my critical thinking see, has not has not pushed me far enough to be able to go yeah it's a benefit I don't take the flu jab no, I and don't. I never have are we right she asked me this question but I come back I come back to moles what's morally right and i say to people is it morally right to give this this vaccination to a 15 year old boy who may suffer myocarditis and heart problems and we know this is going on and even the mainstream media will admit this very little bit but they're, they're saying it was going on to protect my 97 year old granny but would it protect her because like now it's like the vaccinate can spread it just but, as much but that's that's how they're pushing it to the children isn't yeah, it, of course that it is. you, you, are, you know the, the figures and I, and i'm a big man of figures all the way through the beginning of this i looked at the death figures 2020 eighth highest number total number of deaths for the last 20 years 
where's the pandemic? Surely we should be first by ages if there's body in the streets. But they, they push this vaccination for the kids on two grounds. Oh, you'll be able to go to school because you won't get poorly. Hang on a minute. We've just had a year of lockdown where you've closed the school and not allowed my children to go to school. Now you want to take a, a, an experimental vaccine mm. so they can go to school for something they don't get poorly for. Oh, we'll take it because you protect granny. Do you, like, you think that um, people have got to give a reason if they that, that, like, don't want a vaccine? Because like, part of me is like, I just don't want it. I don't have... One I, of the reasons, I, I mean... Your, your medical details should be your medical details yeah. um when i've interviewed people for jobs i've not you know i lived from the 90s and the 80s scare it would have been i would have been arrested if i'd put on my application form have you got aids i can remember that it was massive but i mean that was like 90s wasn't it just coming out of the 80s 90s when you had um the bands like and this is no i'm not saying this but this was that time pet up boys erasure frankie goes to hollywood it was a crazy, and I do think the eighties, nineties, and the maybe some of the early no, like nineties. I'm so glad that I lived in them. I mean, I'm forty two, so I grew up in an untechnological age. Now I pity people, not pity, and that's some like the wrong word, but I don't envy them because this is all they're going to know. If, they're not going to know about us going to the phone box with a phone card or twenty p ringing our girlfriends up. They're not going to know about. You can't do it. You can't that in, that instant manager. They will never know what it's like not to have an instant men like message. I phone you at eight o'clock when I get home. You're waiting for that phone. It's like, ah, oh, mom, don't go on that phone because I'm waiting for a phone call. And you hear that beep, 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 and you're like, shit. They're never gonna experience like the 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 early internet, which was across the phone line, and you're you're playing an online game, and you've just got to the end of the the um the quest, and you're about to get the treasure, and somebody picks up the phone to ring somebody. Oh, that was dial-up, wasn't it? Yeah, dial-up. So I go back to dial-up, but again, go back to the to the eight scare in the nineties, and it was a scare. It was, yeah. It and was. if you re- if you listen to um, Vernon Coleman, which I've listened to a little bit uh, online, he says even then he was saying at the time, and I didn't get it at the time, but I do now. But it was almost as big as COVID's going on. But at that time, if I had said to somebody who, who, who was unemployed, "Have you got AIDS?" It would have been uproar. HIV, yeah. But now, I can ask you if you've been vaccinated against this thing that may exist, may not <coughs> exist. And if you don't answer me, you're the one at fault, not me. So, yeah. so that it should be, you know. And I mean, I found myself asking people, "Ah, oh, I've like you took the vaccine," and I'm like, "Hang, hang on, I'm back." But that's even though I class myself as a good like critical well I like to think I'm alright like sort of critical thinking and it's like even I'm sort of sometimes I'm being swept in with that bullshit of things and it's like take a step back it's like but are you are you, are you asking to find out whether they're on the same page as you There's, I don't know the, uh, um, like sort of everyone I speak to now is just like foolish it's like like a lot of people that were sort of um a a lot of my friends because I've been br- brought up in that scene where it's like punk hardcore punk and things like that I've always you know I say I've always played drums I've always been since the age of four I've always been into the paranormal because I've had weird things happen to me I've always been into UFOs I've always been into them horror films I've always thought differently I've always been a bit maybe I'm on the spectrum a bit I like would say I am a bit autistic 
it's, I've just lost my train of thought now. Um, I can't remember what I was saying. Asking people if they've been vaccinated. Yeah, and I and I don't even know. And it's like I'm coming to the point where I don't care no more. It's like I'm going to live my life. But then I'm thinking there's a small part of me. It's like Rick, you've got to keep on because sometimes I've like thinking about just being in my podcast office like what's the fuck no one's gonna hence they're a bit of nihilistic in me and I'm like no there's something in me that says get out there and at least you can say you've been fighting for people yeah you, you're doing your bit and your podcast there and, it, and, and I've, I've enjoyed listening to it the ones the ones that I've listened to but if it's if it's something that you're proud of and you should be proud of it it's, mm. some, it's, it's, it's something that you're creating and even if nobody listens at least and you've done there. it forget about it being out there. yeah if you've done it and you're happy with it then carry on with it don't don't stop oh no it's yeah there is like but it's like you're just like well what's the point it's like you're banging your head you're literally banging your head against the brick wall I, at times one of the go back to the back one of the things i get and i don't i don't say anything, i get frustrated when people say oh, i'm sick to death of telling people and they just don't listen i understand where people are coming from and, I, and I, I get most sides of a conversation. I'm, I'm very good at getting both, both sides of a conversation. Mm. And, you know, being a diplomat and saying, yes, it's this, and I see your view, but I believe this. So I understand where people are coming from, but it frustrates me because even if all we're doing is talking to people and just saying, have you seen that? Do you put... Do you realise this is going on? But there's only so much you can do. There's only there's only so much speak you can do. I mean, the like again, the Unibomber mentioned it where he said in uh, a part of the manifesto. And again, if anyone hadn't read this, go out and make. I mean, it's not an easy read, but it's not a hard read. But it's really interesting. And like he basically said that the only way people listen is if you do something extreme. And that's not an admittance for me doing anything extreme. So don't think that at all. But he said you can only read, you know, you can like read so much. You can publish this, you can publish that. People won't take no until something major happens, and that's why he sent the bombs out to kill people because that's the only way he could get his message across. What, what are your thoughts on the climate lockdown? I think I think the next lockdown will be climate change. Well, what, I think climate change. What do you think about the protesters that are going on at the moment and locking? What, what they're called insula, insulate Britain and lock insulate Britain and gluing themselves to the road where are they getting the super glue from because i can't find super glue that keep me on a road no do you, do you know what they're using because i can't find any decent super it's glue. probably cobbler's leather like cobbler glue i think they've got a right to do it but i think if it involves detrimental to people in ambulances and that and doctors they shouldn't be doing it. i'm sure there's an easy way of them doing what they're doing i think that they believe 100% in what they're doing I, d I don't believe it's right I think that climate change is another part of the scam that's going on um, 100%. none of the climate change models look at the sun um, we, we've been we've had much higher temperatures the Romans grew massive wineries in Yorkshire wines in yorkshire because the temperature was much higher yeah but i believe that they believe what they're saying and, and i have a i have an admiration for them demonstrating because that's what they believe but i also think they're being set up because i think that those road and you've seen it and it's being covered gluing yourself to a road is just pissing off the public to the stage where the government come come in and say 
you can't do demonstrations. Mm. Oh yeah, that's the way it's going. So they they're being they're being used as a oh look we'll stop demonstrations. So if we get enough people down at the park and we demonstrate and say we're not taking this tyranny, I'm going to use that word because I think we're 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 in tyranny now because they, you know, the the latest vote at the Parliament was a for COVID measures was a farce. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're in tyranny, but I believe that they're they're being used as a stick to be any protester with. So they can bring in more measures to say you cannot protest. You know, there's 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 day there's, there's talks today. Starmer saying you can't protest outside schools. Yeah, it's people giving leaflets out, children, it, to again, parents. It goes to about say, how and how you do it. I think there's an easy way of protesting instead of gluing yourself on the road. Because if if you a it would piss me off because I don't like waiting. I've got no patience whatsoever. And B, it's like you're holding up an ambulance, you're sort of contradicting yourself in a lot of ways. It's like you're mentioning the climate change, which is something I wanted to touch on, is that our weather record, our, our weather records only go so far. Um, and it's like, is is the sun, I've like, I'm sure I read it in Nexus actually, the sun's going in a cycle at the minute and the higher it goes, the hotter it gets. So it'll come down, then it'll go back to normal. But because our weather records only go back so far, we can't say. And you mentioned in the Romans. Again, having studied geology, so geology, you, you study time over a long period. Our cli- the, the, the climate change stuff is only over the last couple of hundred years, since the start of the Industrial Revolution. Because mm. they, so they then blame carbon dioxide. And that, 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 there may be something to, into it that carbon dioxide is effect, affecting the atmosphere but the climate of the earth has changed continually you know i certainly don't believe in the next four years we're all going to be in a burning pit of hell again through 90s the climate and 80s, we had this with the ohms over oh, there was a an article that i read 1990 the un um oh, no, 1983 the un said by and they released it in '95. So by the year 2000, there were going to be a, mil- a million climate refugees. About 2006, they released it again. By 2010, there will be a million climate refugees. 2020, I'm still looking for these million climate yeah. refugees. It's also changed. I'm an age where I I remember it being called global warming. Yes. Um, it's now climate change because the globe, the temperature of the globe hasn't significantly risen. Is it a globe though? <laughs> I was only... <laughs> I've got to collect the kids. <laughs> yeah, there's there's just one more thing that I want to Go talk on. about is that that's when I was taking smudge smudge in mine. It's that little dog I come with, it's, and he's my nieces, but I like love him to bits. I was taking him up, and I met a really nice guy. Really nice guy. He found a nice staff actually. He found a I tweeted well big thing I went good stuff you've got there and he said yeah I like coming and I heard him talking to someone else when I was just walking off and he went oh yeah well like my wife sometimes come but she don't come when like they're there pointing to like to like the like stand like stand in the park because they're all anti-vaxxers and I'm like I can't be asked to get in touch like get in this conversation like with them but I'm like that's just, and I thought he like was all right. I thought he was a bit of a pricky thing to say, really. But it's like that goes to show how much there is. 
I'm sorry we've run over time. You're more than welcome to come back on. It's been a wonderful conversation, and, and yeah, there's so great. many things. Yes, so many things. That, you know. So, but just to reiterate, I'm not going to blow anything up because people might think, "Well, you read that and this." But um, if you blow anything up, it's got nothing to do with me. And <laughs> I, and I did ask for Charlie Bronson, Charles Bronson, to come on. And, um, he, and he wrote back to me, and his good job is in jail, because he, because he said, I went, are you having a bubble? Give your head a wobble and stay out of things you know nothing about that. I only asked you to come on my podcast, mate. Whether, whether you're getting on, again, he might talk about that. John Hamer, if you ask John Hamer, Yorkshireman, does quite a lot of podcasts written, um, falsification of history. Um, I'm reading a great book from John about the Titanic and the switch from the Olympic, the, it's called the Olympic, the Olympic Mystery. John Hamer's a really good really? He's done quite a lot of the internet. Yeah, if, and if you send me details, yeah. the the like thing is a lot of people are a bit dubious coming on my podcast, the like, sort of like, who it is, because it's just the assholes that I used to know. And that's that's one more thing that I will go. Um, it seems to me that a lot of people who used to be against the system, like, yeah, fuck the system, do this, down with them. They're the first ones that went to get the vaccine. They're the first ones who agreed with Slotdown. I'm like, you've got no integrity, you're false. And that's one thing I am proud of myself at, is keeping my integrity. Do that. Do you listen to Richie Allen? No. Richie Allen is an Irishman, does an internet radio show. Fabulous. And what he does, is he's a proper media man. Um, five till five till seven Monday to Thursday, um, and he picks up the faults in the media nearly every day. Does he? So he'll have the clips on that's been on the BBC, and so they're not asking this question. They're not asking yeah. that question, and and actually really good when you get to talking to people and say they didn't ask this question, but because he knows media and he's trained, he's trained media. Yeah, he, and he professional knows. stuff. He has, you know, doctors care a lot of the people on. Listen to Richie. Yeah, Richie Allen. Really good. Though. I'll send you. I'll send you the link of. The people I listen to, so yeah, Richard UK column, I think all, all the t-shirt tonight. Um, Richard D Hall, do you watch? No. Which planet? Richard D Hall has done videos from um, sheep vanishing down in Louth. You get a lot of sheep rustling. It's not sheep rustling. It's no. not sheep because um, like that is a hot spot for UFOs. To lots of stuff about seven seven. We were nearly caught up on the seven seven bombings. My yeah. wife and I. Oh bloody hell. Um, but I have to get the kids so we'll have to yeah. do this again I'll, I'll meet so, down yeah. the pub it, it just goes to show the people who are fake and who are false and who have got integrity but thank you for coming on anyone who's welcome on um, I will put my email address at the bottom you're more than welcome to come on again I didn't say you're like that but yeah you're more than welcome to come on again um, and please like and share it's not a racist podcast it's a critical thinking podcast I want everyone to come on you so, know there are racists in the world, but you, with a bit of thought, you can pick them up. But if somebody's hosting a racist, it doesn't make them a racist. No. It makes them wanting to know what's going on and get in. There is a platform that's disgusting, and it's um, it's a Russian platform. It's called VK. I don't know if you've heard of it, but that's where... And I just thought, the only reason I went on there was because I had to message Paul, and he got a number. Anyway... It's a disgusting sight, but anyway, there you go. That's it. Well, thanks for coming on, and um, thank you. Cheers. All right, see you later. Bye. The Tim Biscuits Podcast.